welcome to episode 270 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I'm Ollie Spake and I'm joining this week once again from Darawal country. And I'm Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Warindjuri country. And, and the budgies are too. <laughs> That's actually the birds outside <laughs> my office, Ollie. Oh, I got excited. Okay. The windows are open. It's very hot and balmy here in Victoria in yes. Melbourne tonight. And I'm sweating <laughs> up a storm. So the windows are open and the blinds are up and all the uh, sound, all the usual things that I do to stop the ambient sounds from outside have gone out the window. Yep, it's melted the internet too. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. So we, we should tell the listeners I'm not on my normal internet. We've got server issues, so I've been forced to pull out the laptop, hotspot off my husband's mobile phone to try to get the recording done tonight. <laughs> the things we do. Uh, but uh, I'm sure we'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong, Mel? Oh. <laughs> Don't even go there, Ollie, after the day I've had. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but never mind about the day I've had. Please tell me, did you get to adventure last Saturday? Yeah, look, it was it was going to be a last-minute decision. It was always going to be a last-minute decision. It was a, do I come back and volunteer? Do I go up or down the coast? Because this is the weekend where we go away down to the New South Wales south coast at Lake Conjola and stay in a house there. So I've usually taken the opportunity to go up to Husky or down to Batemans Bay on the coast, but this week... I visited Braidwood Showground Park Run. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm happy to say it was the first time I visited two new park runs in as many weeks since Wildflower and East Coast Park, uh, which was about two and a half years ago. But Mel, it was, I guess, a fairly subdued family holiday this year. We kind of just took the opportunity to lay low and enjoy a bit of relaxation. Uh, to be honest, I spent most of the time paddle boarding, stand-up paddle boarding, as uh, Zali discovered it was her new favourite pastime. Sup. Yes, sup. That's right. Uh, and with the extra time, I've decided the 300-odd kilometre round trip to Braidwood was worthwhile. I'm very glad to hear that. I'm very, very <laughs> excited that you touristed. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. And I, look, I know we've heard a little bit about the Braidwood event before. Um, Braidwood itself is uh, inland from the New South Wales south coast. It's part of the Ewan Nation uh, on Walbanga country. I hope I've said that right. Uh, and, you know, I was expecting it to be a smaller park run with a bit of a country feel. I wasn't disappointed. And I actually really enjoyed the three and a bit lap course with a, you know, very welcoming uh, volunteer team, a guest timekeeper. In fact, that the course kind of took me back to when I was a fair bit younger. I used to play a computer game um, that our listeners might not know, but it, you know, was all that was in my head after it. It was called Wacky Wheels. Oh. And you'd play the, the character of a camel or a panda or something like that. He'd race around these courses, very basic graphics, but with lots, lots of twists and turns and three laps. And this was just like it. And fittingly, <laughs> uh, for this week in particular, it's very easy to lose your sense of direction while you're on course. So you just kind of strap in and just go, just follow the course. So, yeah, great fun. And I believe there were some familiar tourists that you bumped into. I did. So after I was fortunate enough in my uh, recent stint, first timers briefing on New Year's Day at Shell Harbour, 
I bumped into some visiting Westerfoldians once again, uh, Derek and Linda, who seem to have some big road trips on at the moment. And uh, they told me they'd been attempting Braidwood for some time. Obviously, with all of the conditions we've had in the last few years, you can understand why those plans have fallen through uh, between bushfires and COVID and everything. So it was yeah, great to catch up with them briefly before I made that drive back. Uh, I am pleased to say, though, Mel, um, apart from it being my event number 31, I did manage to nab a bingo number and complete the Staying Alive Challenge. So, um, oh. yeah, it was quite a successful morning. Nice work, Ollie. But it wasn't as distant as your parkrun adventure. So, yes, uh, this last weekend I travelled. I travelled 616 kilometres west. Yes, I'm sure it's west. (laughs) And across the South Australian border to attend my nearest event, not done yet, at Murray Bridge. Murray Bridge launched in October 2014 and was the 98th event in Australia, giving me now 29 of the 100 first events. It was event 326, which Mm -hmm. I did not have for my Windex. Thank you. And although my first time there, it was actually the fourth time I visited Murray Bridge. The first two times the event was cancelled due to the International Pedal Prix, which is held in the Sturt Reserve, and we ventured elsewhere for park run. The third time we were passing through midweek and I did a freedom run of the course. Now, Murray Bridge is so named after its historic bridge built in 1879 and the first to span the River Murray. The town is 78 kilometres east, southeast of Adelaide and is called Pomberuk by the traditional owners of the land, the Nurinjiri people. I travelled across with Zoe, who happily read her manga and keenly schooled me in all things anime. And we also shared some interesting discussions about mythology as I encouraged her to research bunyips and yaoi's. Which leads me to one of Murray Bridge's famous attractions, the Bunyip, who this coming Saturday is set to celebrate his 50th birthday. Yes, I was a week early. Bertha the Bunyip, or Mulyawonk, as it is known by the Nurinjiri, in short, is derived from the legend that the half-man, half-fish lives in the water. And if you swim alone or take more fish than you need from the river, the Mulyawonk will get you. The story teaches children water safety and respect for the fishes of the rivers and lakes. The Murray Bridge Bunyip was built in 1972 on the banks of the Murray River at Sturt Reserve and for 20 cents would emerge from its water and roar twice. But visitors can now view the Bunyip for free. Whilst I ran the course, Zoe opted to sit and spectate, and afterwards I had a chat with run director Todd, which you will hear in our roving reports later. It was a brilliant couple of days. The weather was very warm, and we were not impacted by the rain and flash flooding that hit other parts of South Australia. That was my 14th event in South Australia, which currently has 40 events. So, in short, I had a brilliant couple of days. It sounds like a great getaway, Mel. And, um, yeah, I love hearing about the Bunyip. I think um, it's a great experience when you can go and actually spend a bit of time there and, um, yeah, get to know and get to understand the place and obviously its significance as well. 
But that's that's quite a trip. <laughs> I hope you had a bit of a chance to rest afterwards. It was a lot of driving, I will admit. Uh, and mm. being that I took my 12-year-old with me, as wonderful as her company was, it did mean that I had all the driving yep. on my own uh, and it was a lot. But I've got this new strategy when it comes to my parkrun tourism, which is travel on the Thursday. That's only good in school holidays, obviously, where Zoe doesn't need to go to school and I can manage not Mm. to go to work. But if I can travel on the Thursday, then I can have the whole of the Friday to rest and explore the area that I've visited. Then the Saturday morning, obviously, get up, go to the parkrun and then travel home of the rest of the day to travel home and which means I'm home Saturday night ready for Parkrun Juniors on Sunday morning. Yeah, oh, it sounds like a good formula. Just a shame about that work and school side of things. We'll have to work on that. Uh, yeah, so the um, <laughs> the strategy will only work in school holidays where I can manipulate such things. Mm. That, uh, yeah, very enjoyable trip to Murray Bridge to tick off my Nendi, Ollie. Yes, uh, that must feel good. But meanwhile, Mel, there have continued to be some goings-on in the world of Parkrun. I believe a familiar voice uh, popping up uh, on a certain podcast. Yeah, that was really good to hear David, David Crook from On Every Saturday pop up on the free weekly timed podcast last week, Ollie, interviewed by Helen Williams. Yes, and hopefully there'll be plenty of English readers out there getting to uh, become a bit more familiar with our Australian park runs uh, after David's fantastic publication there. I also took my book with me on my trip and had time to sit by the pool and continue reading it. I haven't finished it yet. Mm. I'm more than halfway through it and still enjoying it. I especially enjoy reading about the events that I've been to. It's really nice to um, read about an event and go, oh, I've been there. Yeah. But also I was interested in that same podcast of Free Weekly Timed to note Helen mentioning about her juniors event because Helen Williams also attends and volunteers at a junior park run over Mm -hmm. in the UK. 32 volunteers, Ollie, they need. 32. That's a great contingent of helpers. Oh, my goodness. I thought it was hard to find 16 every week Mm. at Amesbury is what we need to run our event, 16. That's only half. Yeah, well, to state the obvious, that's twice as hard. Um, that's, that's uh, I guess yeah. the collective noun is, is, a, is a volume of volunteers. It's, it's huge. Oh, my goodness. Mm. It's massive. But also interesting news that has popped up in the last couple of days, Ollie, but not good news, I might say. Yeah. Hailing from New Zealand. I have seen some of the updates um, and, yeah, unfortunate to see that they're back to code red. But we don't we don't have the decision yet at time of podcasting is my understanding, Mel. No, we don't. We can guess that it's likely that they're going to pause. Well, that's just going from previous experience mm. of what's happened over in New Zealand during code red. But there's been no official word yet as to what will happen parkrun wise and so obviously very disappointing for those across the ditch they've got a couple of events that are set to launch so obviously they will have to go on hold probably for the umpteenth time 
yeah, it's just very unsettling. I believe their own Prime Minister is putting a halt to her own wedding plans. I'm not sure if you saw that in the media. I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just impossible to predict in these these times with those situations. So we do hope that you continue to have Park Run for as long as it's safe to do so. Uh, but more than anything, you all stay well. Oh, it's just crazy, this COVID. I wish it would go away. Yes. In any case, time to move on to our roving reports. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Cam here reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. It is bright, early and sunny on the first day of the year. That's right, it's a new year, new you, new everything. <laughs> so, as is tradition on New Year's, we have resolutions. What's yours? What's everyone else's? I made up three quick ones just on the spot. No, I didn't. I've been thinking about this for a little while. I want to stand tall, push through and finish strong. Mainly just to do a running, I guess. All right, well, uh, at Pioneer Park Run today is absolutely beautiful. The birds are going off. We're running next to a river again. It is so lovely and shady. It might be a hot day today, but we're not gonna notice because of all the shade. The course description takes two whole paragraphs on the Parkrun website. And I wanted to hear someone explain it to me in say three sentences or less. So let's see if they can do that along with telling me their news resolutions. All right, everyone. I am here with Emma. And Emma, do you have New Year's resolutions? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. I just think I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing this year. You just so you just kicked 2021's butt so much, you're just going to do the same thing again, are you? I think so. As long as it's injury-free, then that's fine. <laughs> so, so possible resolution could be stay injury-free. Definitely. That would be a good one. Yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I stole your resolution, sorry. <laughs> and I think it might be quite a few other people's resolution as well. Excellent. So are you one of the six uh, tail walkers I hear we've got scheduled today? <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually handing out um, finished tokens today um, and my partner's timekeeping. But I think we do have quite a few tail walkers today, which is awesome for the first part of the new year. Well, yes, it's a good introduction. All right. Well, thank you very much, Emma. And now I'm standing here with someone who's very smiling, walking up. Looks like they want to chat. Oh, she saw the microphone and ran away. Come on. Come have a chat. My name's Cameron. What's your name? I'm Michaela. <laughs> I'm Michaela. Lovely to meet you. I was talking to Emma here about any New Year's resolutions she may have. Oh, my goodness. Now, apparently, it's putting people on the spot because no one's coming up with any. Do you have any? Well, yes. I want to get back into running 5Ks without walking again. That is fantastic. I used to be able to do that and I can't anymore. So, I, I, that's my goal. What yeah, I would like to do is run the whole 5Ks by the end of the year. <laughs> that is a fantastic goal. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, ladies, and I hope you have a wonderful event. We will. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with... Jen. And Jen, what's your New Year's resolution? To never make another New Year's resolution. So you're going to keep that, you think? I will. But isn't that making a resolution? Uh, well, you're right. It is. Self, so, bit contradictory there. <laughs> you got me. You got me. How was Parkrun today? Uh, delightful, as always. Fastest time this year. Oh, well done. Thanks. Congratulations. PB's all round. <laughs> okay, everyone, I'm here with today's run director, Greg. Greg, how was today's event? It was terrific. Beautiful weather, lots of shade. It's a lovely day for it. Yeah, it is. 
Now you've got a, uh, a lovely course here, but uh, look, truth be told, I got a bit confused and I think I did it, although the old distance on the watch was a bit short. Could you describe the course for me? Well, we start off here behind the brick wall and there's a cones to take you up, up the hill and a sharp turn, come back along the brick fence, around to the swamp behind the old people's home, and then we come across the bridge, come past the start line again, and back, instead of going up the hill, we keep going on the second lap to, we can see Orange Bridge on the right, so we turn right over the Orange Bridge, follow the path around the pond, and the path will take you along it. A row of trees and uh, the cones will take you off the path and through a gap in the trees and you'll come back this side of the trees uh, back across the Orange Bridge you come back to the start line where somebody will send you up over the treetop walk which will take you up the top to the brick and stone wall and we go around to the swamp again over the little bridge come back past the, the start line again and then we do the Orange Bridge trip again across the orange bridge, around the pond, through the trees, back this side of the trees, back over the pond, <laughs> and back down to the uh, boardwalk again, the treetop walk. We go up the top again and come around the, across the, the bridge. And the third time across the bridge, we uh, go across the finish line and get our token and go to the table and and that's the finish. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> Has anyone ever gotten lost? Yes. <laughs> People get lost. I'm unsurprised. If they don't see the cones or they're not following people, they can get lost. Yeah, I was a bit on my own for a while there and I was a bit concerned, but I got it back eventually. After you've done it a couple of times, you don't really need the cones, but the first time you need to watch the cones and follow the cones. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Thank you, Greg, for uh, putting on a lovely event and having a chat today. All right, thank you. Oh my God, I totally forgot. Do you have any news resolutions? Yeah, just get a bit fitter because uh, there's a few people competing with me and they always like to beat me. <laughs> so I want to do a bit more running. A bit of friendly rivalry helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's good. It keeps oh, you going. <laughs> fantastic, thank you. Well, folks, just uh, finished up at Pioneer Park Run and I tell you, this is about the closest to an adventure course style park run I've done so far. We've got bridges, grass, trail, dirt, walkways, uh, winding little mazy paths through like wetland areas and to top it all off we've got an overhead bridge that goes over a playground that's all uphill that you do twice but enough of that. Fantastic. Well I hope everyone's had a good New Year's. Wish everyone the best of luck for surviving 2022 and I'll see you around. G'day adventurers it's Adrian at Pepper Tree and I'm here with Tyson. Tyson what brings you to Pepper Tree Park Run today? Hey, good morning. Yes, uh, my father actually lives over in in Karajang in Melton, so I normally do the Melton Park Run, but decided to come over. Yeah, Toolan Creek. That's the one. Decided to come over to um, Packus Marsh and tackle this course. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's great. Um, what was your favourite part of our course today? Oh, this part probably be the shade where the hill. See, the hill comes over. Yep. And get a lot of shade under the hill, and then the U-turn and coming up that. Um, I love a bit of hill pool run, so a bit, bit of hills. Yep. Is always fun. Yeah. But it's not very hilly here. No, 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 not compared to you. It's only just that one little one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and have you got an interesting park run story or journey? Um, yeah, me and my mate went to um, Wangaratta about two years ago, probably July, this around his birthday, and we drove up in the morning, got a coffee at Yeroa, drove up and just chatting away all the way. Um, get there and 
no one there. There was one volunteer, and he said it's camped because of the flood down down about a k down. And we said, oh, what do we do now? So he recommended just go for a run around town. Um, we got a coffee and came home. So <laughs> drove about an hour for hour for nothing. Yeah. How is, many yeah. different park runs have you done? Oh, I've done a few. I've done probably this is my twelfth or thirteenth. Yeah, I've done as I said, I've done all around Phillip Island, done Inverloch, done um, over Bendigo away. Even been up to Sydney, done the ponds up there. That's quite nice. Around Girard, um, Shepparton. Mansfield, haven't done Benalla yet, which is the next one I want to do, yeah, but okay. yeah, just love, love to get a few under my belt, run about 75 all up and volunteered at Yeroa about 35 times, so yeah, oh, I like to run and volunteer but at the same time, yeah, every well every couple of weeks, yeah, yeah, which is good, but yeah. Alright, thanks yeah, very much for your time. Cheers mate, thanks. Have a good day. Go Dees. Alsa is your host today, but my ho- I guess is... I'm Rachel Axton. Wanted to become a Victorian statesman for quite some time, but they keep on adding new ones, and so yeah, they do that. <laughs> and I've still got a few of the really distant ones to go, so I haven't done Mill and um, Port Ferry keeps on occurring when there's either COVID or Port Ferry Folk Festival, so I keep missing that one. So I've got a couple. Got where's where's Neil? Where's that one? It's out past Horsham. So okay, I haven't okay. done Horsham either, so I've got about five or six to do left in Victoria. Cool, cool. Okay, sorry. Where's your home park run? I probably should ask that first. <laughs> Uh, it's um, Parkville now, so right in the middle of Melbourne. Okay, because uh, not Yass. <laughs> no, and Parkville's nice and flat. Yass is uh, a lot more challenging than Parkville. Did you like Yass though? Oh, uh, sorry, Riverbank. Riverbank. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very pretty. Um, but I wouldn't want to do that hill too many more times. Okay, cool. cool. I wouldn't describe it as undulating. <laughs> I'd describe it as up. <laughs> okay, cool. Rock and roll, rock and roll. What is the number one undulating course of all the courses you have frequented? Uh, um, Risdenbrook Dam. Yeah, Risdenbrook Dam was very... You think you're going to go round a dam, but you go up and down the side walls of the dam. So that's quite undulating. Mount Ainsley was also pretty undulating in Canberra. Interesting. Mount Ainsley. I'm a Canberran by birth, and I would have said undulating goes to Queenborough in yeah, the Canberra I region. Done, I haven't done Queenborough, which I've heard. So it's not your queue. That's not your queue. What's your queue? Queen's Domain in Tasmania. Okay, I hear that. Yeah. That's close to Poya. <laughs> Have you done all the states though? I haven't. I haven't done one in WA or Northern Territory yet, but I've mm. done every other state. Mind you, I saw on your you have a home not a homemade yeah. park run jumper, which has all your completed courses. I saw some pretty impressive flags. Is that some international touring I've seen? Yeah. So uh, every time we travel, we always try and make sure we're there for the park run. Mm. So um, we've done France, Germany. Um, Italy, Italy, wow, Ireland, and America. No, I think I've done six or seven different countries now. So wicked, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, so I haven't done any of the Asian ones. So they're they're, they're, they're to come. Since you've been to England, have you done Bushy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bushy Park is a is an awesome park run to do. There was a, probably about one thousand five hundred people were there when we did it. So you line up and it's just massive, and everybody starts heading in one direction it's great big fields (laughs) and then there's these ant hills at the time so it's sort of really undulating and then there's some falling down trees and there's people leaping the trees and you're just like is this a run but then it all sort of thins out and it's it's a really nice run around a really big park and there's deers and like it's really lovely if people are looking for a really fun park run like a real tourist adventure Mm. i would recommend castletown bear in the south of ireland it's in cork and um get up it's uh, it's like a 9am ferry ride so you meet at the ferry 
at Castletown Bear and they ferry you out to a little island. <laughs> you jump off the ferry, the ferryman jumps into the front of a bus, everyone piles into the bus and he drives you to the start line, which is only like five minutes away. Everyone then starts and you go, you do a lap of this like island mm. and then everyone goes for scones in the little <laughs> And then the ferryman will come in and be like, all right, everyone, back on the bus. And everyone gets back on the bus and gets back across the ferry. It's just, it was just such a really fun community event. Okay. But it is in Ireland. <laughs> it's wet. Yeah, it was Misty, raining. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. You're running along the cliff tops around the end of this. Oh yeah, yeah. it's quite spectacular. And it's, and the adventure and the, the camaraderie on the ferry. Yeah. The people saying, "Oh, if you want to come back to our place to have a shower," and yeah, yeah. everybody's saturated. It was an awesome adventure. It was fantastic. <laughs> How many people can go? Like, do you have to book to go on this park run? <coughs> no. Since so you have to go on the ferry and in a bus, they would make sure you get there. They just. They'd work it out. They'd find a way. Yeah. They'd find a way. Build it, they'll like find a way. Locals. Well, it looks like it's breakfast time for you guys. You guys have been great tourists and great radio guests. So thank you very much oh, for all that much, information. Uh, thanks for volunteering today. I um, really appreciate um, you. have got to volunteer to make sure everything happens in you. I want to hit my 50 volunteers this year and my 250 runs this year. Wow, that's, um, that's massive. All right, well, enjoy your breakfast. Thank, thank you, you very so much for your time. Thanks. Have a good day. You too, thank you. Good morning. It's Melissa coming to you from Murray Bridge in South Australia. And I've got one of the run directors here, Todd. Good morning, Todd. Good morning, how are you? I'm very good. Now, you're not RD today, are you? No, I'm not RD today, no. You were the designated social media ambassador to speak to me. Yeah, this that's morning. it, yep, yep. I believe you've spoken to the local radio I, recently. I have, yep, in the last year or so, yep. Yep, that was to uh, give a bit of promotion to the event? Uh, not to Parkrun itself, no, it's just more like a, just as a running person. They sort of saw me running in the morning and got me on and had a chat, but. Okay. I forgot to mention park running in it. I was, I'm still kicking myself about that. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to go back on and yeah. give them an update. Yeah, I will. I think so. Now, a good morning down here. Uh, compared to some parts of South Australia, it did stay dry for most of the event. We've got a bit of spitting now. Yeah, it's just starting to come in, but yeah. I don't think it'll be too much. How are your numbers this morning? Uh, actually, pretty good. Uh, I think 40, maybe pushing up towards 50, so that's probably where we sit in the summer. Excellent. How long have you been involved with Murray Bridge? Uh, Murray Bridge, probably about a year, uh, a little bit over a year. Started off doing a few park runs and then started volunteering and yeah, moved into run director probably halfway through last year. I reckon. Yeah, so that's a quick um, transition yeah, yeah, yeah. into run directing. So yeah, thank you. Good for you no to join the team. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good. It's uh, good to give back to park run and uh, get people involved. So Absolutely is. So yourself, how did you find out about Parkrun? Uh, oh, I started doing Parkrun well, in 2015, 14. I did the Mount Barker Parkrun and then I had a long hiatus and didn't do Parkrun for probably six or seven years and then I knew it was always on and just had to get down there and get, get involved again and it just goes from there, I suppose. Um, yeah. yeah. It's on every Saturday, you know it's going to be there. So, You've got a good contingent of kids that uh, are taking part as well, a couple of kids volunteering today. Yeah, yeah, the kids like to volunteer, the uh, run director, she's normally Amy, she gets her kids out and uh, my kids get involved every now and then and yeah, it's good to good to have a little mix up every now and then. Did your kids run today? Uh, well, one of them did, yep. Uh, she walked half of it anyway, so it's hard to get them out, out and do the two laps. Do you want to describe the course for everyone? Uh, so we start down near the... Well, just up from the Bunyip and uh, we sort of move away along the river, keep the river on our right and under both the bridges that cross the, the River Murray uh, where we get the town's name from 
and then up, follow the old train line right up to uh, Hume Reserve, and then there's a turnaround point there, and it's yeah straight back along the river, keeping it on your left this time. Come back to almost the start line, round the tree, do another out, do another lap, and then back through to the finish line, just down from the bunyip. Yes, and it's very picturesque and it's quite flat. Just got a bit of an incline, really just from, say, would you say the bridges? Yeah, the bridges up to the turnaround point would probably be the incline, but, but everything else is relatively flat. Yeah, it's not It's not really that major. No. And, uh, just a bit I, of gravel out there and more pavement. Pretty much the 70% of it. There's a rain just starts rolling in now. <laughs> yeah, and it's Sturt Reserve here where we're um, starting. Yep. Uh, not bad facilities. You've got a little rotunda. Yeah, a little rotunda where we start off. There's a toilet block over, not far away. And, uh, the community club, just down the down the way there. We uh, go there for coffee afterwards. Plenty of parking. Plenty of parking. Yeah, it's like playground over there for the kids afterwards. Uh, what else? Skate park. Yeah, everything's down here, so it's, it's a good spot. And we've got our B course as well, which is a bit further on. And Yeah, we should mention that because I did come here uh, in 2014. 15 and 2016 with the pedal pre however back then you didn't have a b course no. and i had to venture further afield so um so that's pretty good now and it's a completely different start and finish point yeah it is completely different um so where we turn around it's just down from that um so we start down there and then we run along the levee banks follow right up down to the sa water pumping station turn around there and then straight back to the finish line so only a, a one lapper all the way up back so uh yeah it's a different course it's fully gravel and bridges and all the little noises you hear in the reeds down the side but anyway we just don't pay attention to those <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bunyip in the reeds no nah, i don't think it's a bunyip probably something a little bit more slippery than a bunyip <laughs> <laughs> no worries well thanks for having a chat with me this morning todd the rain's coming down now we're yeah, starting to get a bit wet all so right. i'll let you go and thank you very much nice to meet you no worries thank you nice to meet you And thank you to our four roving reporters this week. Uh, thank you to Cam, uh, catching up from New Year's Day, actually, at Pioneer. And, um, yeah, didn't didn't you like Cam's New Year's resolution there, Mel? Yes. Uh, well done, Cam. Stand tall, push through and finish strong. I think we could all take heed from Cam's advice. Yes, yes. I think I forget the finish strong part a little too often. Because uh, you're busy doing zoomies. That's right. That's right. I guess that's kind of strong. Yeah, there we are. I'm trying to live your resolutions, Cam, so thank you. <laughs> um, and Adrian, checking in with those checking in at Pepper Tree, uh, speaking to Tyson there. Alastair uh, at Riverbank. And um, thank you to Alastair. I know we did have some challenges just like our internet uh, with some of the audio there, Mel. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had to do a little bit of creative editing in a couple of spots, so apologise for that, but I think we still gave a good uh, broad idea of Alastair chatting to fellow Victorian tourist Rachel Axton. So that great to hear from Rachel, but I think yes. Alastair and Rachel maybe both need to join the Adventurers Club, Ollie. <laughs> no pressure there. No pressure. Well, we're going to take all uh, opportunities. I did notice that, uh, mm. well, Alistair is a Zoolander. Yes, yes. So he has got an affinity already, mm. but that's fine because you can have five. That's right. So as long as we make the top five, we'd be perfectly happy. Uh, but in the meantime, excellent work and thank you very much for the report and thank you to our fourth roving report, Mel, you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, nice to chat to Todd out there at Murray Bridge. Yes, it absolutely sounds like it was a fantastic park run day. 
must have been a good parkrun day because uh, we've got mail. We've got more than mail. We've got bagfuls of mail. You've got mail. Wow, Ollie, this is a PB for our inbox. Yes. Four emails. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think the rest of the pod now is dedicated to the inbox and, well, Dazzers, quite possibly. <laughs> it's kept us busy this week, that's for sure. Should I start off with the first one? Let's. Okay, so we heard from Faye, Faye Canberra, who said, Hi, Parkrun Adventurers. Have been waiting for an X to pop up for a long time, but I don't live in New South Wales, but I have a suggestion for those good people at East Richmond. Why not rename their event to XRH? RAF based Richmond. XRH, which would be X Ray Romeo. Oh, what does H stand for? What's the H? Um, hotel. Mm, yes. <laughs> I should know this. X Ray Romeo Hotel is the official IATA call sign for the RAF base Richmond. They would sure get a heap of visitors and bring plenty of dollars into the Richmond coffee shops, Airbnbs, motels, etc. Probably some rule against it, but it's legit. Mm. So thank you, Faye. Uh, it is a really good idea. However, because the park run doesn't actually occur at the RAF base, that would rule it out, unfortunately. Oh, no. Now you've set the idea that uh, the RAF base itself can set up its own park run. Absolutely could. We'll all be uh, watching on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, make the only X in the world somewhere where it's close to the average person. I don't think that would go down too well. <laughs> no, but, look, we need our thinking caps on, and thank you, Faye. We'll find it one day. Our next mail comes from Peter Polman, and he wrote, Hi, folks. Following on from the informants challenge, I've added two new clubs for Oz. The first is the Golf Club. A golfer complete four events with four letters in their name. And we have five options in Australia. Mel, I believe you're on your way with that club. Yes, I've got two. I've got bigger in sale. Two of the four. Excellent. And, and look, Peter went on to uh, share with us the famous Five Club. Choose your name. Complete five events with five letters in their name. And we have 23 options of those in Australia. You could be a Julian, Dick, Georgina, Anthony or Timothy. Anne, not Anthony. Anne. Oh, <laughs> it has been a while since I read Do you not know your famous five? Oh, I don't know them that well. My brother had the books. Didn't you even? I sung that when Peter wrote it down in my head. I'm Julian Dickett and George and Timmy the dog. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Mel. And sorry, Peter. I've stuffed it up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if we ever get some threes, we could have the three musketeers but with only one three event in the world. Oh. It may not be too soon. No, that's sad. But mm. I've got seven of the famous five events. I have Uroa, Gels, Kira, Laylor, Moana, Nil, and Wagga. Well done. How many have you got? I have Kame. Yay! A very respectable Kame. <laughs> <laughs> you get the... Um, Participation Award, Ollie. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a few of those on the shelf. 
<laughs> but thank you, Peter. We're going to have to, um, yeah, uh, come up with a few more of those, please. Um, there's got to be one where I'm beating Mel. These are fun uh, clubs, though. I like yes. them, especially when I, I'm already in them before I know about them. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to work on my golf club. Mm, I yes. need two more. Shouldn't be too hard. Oh, and bigger was an option. Yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Moving swiftly on, we had also correspondence this week from Beck Bailey, who said, Hey guys, just thought I'd better reply after last week's podcast. Yes, work has granted my leave so I can come to Palm 22. Excited as this will be my first Palm. I'm not revealing what my milestones are publicly because Murphy's Law, something will happen and my planned milestones won't. But I hate to disappoint you, Mel. The milestone is not a wedding for a number of reasons. (laughs) Number one, this adventurer is flying down solo. Number two, I am very much single. Number three, mum and dad said it can't happen unless they are there and we will celebrate with Bailey shots all around. Their words, not mine. (laughs) I'm allowed to meet someone at this palm and maybe we'll talk about palm 23. Anyway, thanks for the laugh and I hope to finally meet a lot of you down at palm 22. Ah. So uh, maybe maybe that wedding on the Sunday just might be a bit challenging, Mel. Yeah, I know it's not looking good, <laughs> is it? I, I might I may have also received anonymous Facebook messages warning me <laughs> not to identify anybody else as a possible candidate. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Beck, on that note for your response. Um, <laughs> and we hope you're still a listener. I stirred up the hornet's nest a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll give it some time and um, who knows, yeah, as Beck says, maybe in the future there'll be uh, more palms and, and opportunities out there where we can throw that theme around. I do know of a few couples who have um, considered the renewing option, ah. the renewing the vows. Okay, so, so you've actually had some traction well look i wouldn't rule it out completely just yet (laughs) even if it's a mock one you know there may be a curmudgeon or two out there in the ranks (laughs) did i say that right but perhaps there might be some willing participants you never know it's it's all a bit of fun well that's right that's right um yeah we'll see maybe maybe hobart is the romance capital of the world (laughs) and we will We'll have that event after all. Or maybe we'll just have a great Palm 2022. I might have to do it myself, Ollie. <laughs> well, yes, Paul's coming, isn't he? Yeah. 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 There we are, Mel. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. He doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you would say, moving swiftly on, we've also received mail from E-Man who has said, Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Great to catch up with Ollie on New Year's Day. I ended up having waffles at the Waterfront Tavern post Shell Harbour Park Run, which was nice. Thanks for the recommendation. I wanted to give a shout out to South Toowoomba co-ED Margie Bryant, who celebrated her 250th volunteer milestone on Saturday. She has been amazing to our local Park Run community and instrumental in coordinating our weekly volleys. We welcome volunteerists and would appreciate your help, especially when I'm on RD duties. Congrats, Margie. Amen. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Margie. That is amazing. 250. It's huge. 
Yes. That deserves a round of applause. And um, I certainly look forward to that and hopefully I can do some volunteerism when I finally do make it up there one day. But thank you, everyone, for your mail. Yes, the inbox was overflowing, as was Daz's this week, Ollie. <laughs> it was, it was, um, and I think there was a bit of um, a bit of traction. I think we found a common direction uh, <laughs> shared by many park runners because the theme at, at Daz's this week, we continued the directional theme with Daz saying, "Welcome to Daz's geography lesson. Today we are learning our compass points. Shell Harbour is north of Toolan Creek. Toolan Creek is north." of Bellarive. New Zealand is east of Victoria. And if Mel is travelling to South Australia, she is going west. <laughs> Which direction did you travel this park run day? And first up, we heard from Bruce Purdy. Have travelled to Lake Boga, which is east of South Australia, south of Shell Harbour, west of New Zealand, and a bloody long drive northwest from Wallaby Track. <laughs> <laughs> And Chris Fraser. Oh, no, I went south to Shell Harbour for a stint of finished tokens. Fredoed the new course beforehand. Thumbs up from me. The views north-south-east from the southern turnaround are excellent. View west is a big hill, not as excellent. <laughs> and Michael Gentle. I travelled south from my home to the centre of the parkrun universe, Shell Harbour. With Daz's help, we know this is north from Toolan Creek. It's also west of Fungaray, south of Bill Rose Sports Complex and east of Gawler. I think there's a – how did I get all these Shell Harbour mentions? This is a conspiracy, Ollie. <laughs> Patrick Schmitzek. <laughs> Hi, Gaza. I went north four kilometres to do a knotty before heading south eight kilometres to turn up at Shell Harbour. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had a coffee and muffin at the kiosk for breakfast before timekeeping for 153 fellow parkrunners. Afterwards, I had a second coffee from the kiosk with the friendly locals. To top off the morning, I picked up a couple of sausage rolls from a local bakery and had that for lunch with the missus. What a great half day. Oh, well, thank you, Mel, and thank you to our... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you rigged that. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, Chantel Hosking, <laughs> heading to Frankston, southeast from Aurora, Mernda, Laylor, Coburg, and northwest from the sunny parkrun. Val Warwick, we're both travelling eight blocks north to Bass Strait, then east a block and a half to be volleys and make a racket as we serve our home parkrun. I will lob up all over the place as the photographer and Steve will run the baseline as tailwalker. Hopefully there will be no foot faults as everyone runs or walks east along the strait and turns south along the river and then changes ends to go north and west before repeating until the two sets are completed. By the way, we will be south of all the mainland, but north or east or west of all Tassie park runs except for Whitemark Wharf, which is east-northeast of us. Hopefully there's enough tennis and directional references to cover the Aussie Open and Mel's geography lesson here. And yes, Ollie, it was an amazing day to be at the fifth Ashes Test last week. Who would have believed that 17 wickets would fall in a day of test match cricket? And uh, Val did share the photo of two Warwicks there in two vests and two tutus and two parkrun hats for that matter. And Stephen did add, 
I'm lost as I can't follow map directions very well being geographically challenged. I just played Follow the Leader as Tailwalker at my home park run of Devonport, which the last time I looked was somewhere north of south, east of west, south of north, and west of east. <laughs> <laughs> I love this segment. <laughs> Peter Pullman, <laughs> Sonia and I are going east, south, east, and could conceivably end up in Queenstown if a good swimmer. I think we'll just stop at the Beaches Park Run instead. And the image shared did actually vouch that Queenstown was well and truly in the same direction with a bit of a water crossing required. And Richard, not travelling very far today, heading to San Remo, north of Shell Harbour. Hey, there's another reference. Oh, and west of New Zealand for parkrun number 99. And Brett Bailey, first of our Bailey shot, west to Rangiora. Sorry, team. Did a fundraiser for the surf club marshalling the car parking for our annual big hot rod show. Managed over 40,000 steps, though. Our fourth Bailey shot son, Nathan, managed to raise the flag at Pegasus in our absence, running the exact same time that I ran last week. Oh, mm. nice work. Tanya Bailey, travelled west today to volunteer at the Muscle Car Madness Car Show. No park run for me, but a nice walk to the beach with Brunner. And Beck Bailey headed northwest of Home Park Run, Shell Harbour, north of last week's course, Picton, and exactly south of where Sam Schroeder was today at Warrington Lake. To tailwalk at Cow Pasture Reserve Park Run, I took my borrowed bark runner, collected my nindy, and sailed my second sea. And there was a photo of Beck holding her bark runner. And Bernadette Bennett. On the road heading north to Fingal Bay for Wootenteering, <laughs> which is the Wooters Runners Volunteer. This would be east of Broken Hill. Joe Richards have jumped on a plane and headed south southeast of Envy to visit my queen. Jane Luke. Well, I drove up the southeastern freeway to Mount Barker, so I assume I travelled southeast. <laughs> Greta Wilkinson, we travelled the opposite way on the southeastern freeway to come to Anstey Recreation Park Run. So I guess we travelled northwest. And Mandy Oliver travelled south to my home park run at Surfers Paradise, which is north for those in the southern states, wearing my tutu for 22-122. And Mandy did share the photo in the Surfers Paradise Park Run cutout, complete with tutu. And Simon Mackley. After stepping down as co-ED of Sydney's most beautiful parkrun Mossman, not Dolls Point, I ventured a long way north to Fodder Forest and celebrated 10 years since I tried my first parkrun at St Peter's. And happy 10th anniversary to you, Simon. Yes, happy birthday. Greg Garner headed southwest from home parkrun of Victory Heights Trail Parkrun to Highfields Parkrun for today's adventure with my daughter. Alison King, I travelled west to the University of Waikato Park Run for a number 42. While 42 is said to be the meaning of life, I think it's a park run. <coughs> Enjoyed a tutu run, then coffee and chat with friends made through park run. Sam Schroeder, Dazza, we headed due north from our southwest Sydney home to visit Warrington Lakes Reserve Park Run, where I was volunteering as tailwalker today. We met a dear friend there who travelled east from her home to try parkrun for the very first time. Then we had breakfast at Mr Watkins in Penrith, 
and their bread pies are the most outrageously delicious things you'll ever eat. Think old school Jaffel, but make it in a pie maker. So yummy. Mine was mac and cheese with bacon. Luke's was Philly cheesesteak and Tamara's was jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm. In other words, our diets all went south and we have no regrets. And Sam shared a photo of herself, Luke and Tamara, plus one of the Jaffers. Antonio Connell. North for a tutu extravaganza at Nathalia Showgrounds. South will be Palm. Lyndall Murray, I ran south to volley at Newfound Park Run. I was planning to work on my P index there, but saw they were still on the lookout for some marshals. Volunteering is always fun at Park Run. And good work, Lyndall, sharing a photo in the volley vest. Tracy Wood, my little white wagon headed north this morning to Nathan Road Sports Ground Park Run, where I was both tailwalker and guide. And Tracy shared the photo of her and the whole tailwalking group. And Jack Corkill. Claire and I did lots of ups and downs today at Bunyville Park Run. Very hilly and a bit of rain during the run. Disappointed that I'll miss out on Palm. But if anyone is up in Brisbane, Claire could use a tourist buddy. And people white. I went south to Horsepath Park Run near Oxford. It was very much more exciting than needed as I was in a loaner car and couldn't manage to open the filler cap to refuel before Park Run. 50 miles of heart-stopping anxiety. Lots of chasing with friends, which is why I'm late. Hot chocolate and whatever cakes left, please, does I, before I figure out how to demud my shoes. And perhaps Pippa needs to figure out how to refuel the car. Mm. Shirley Dell. Greg and I went out west over the bridge to Phillip Island Park Run and Shirley shared a selfie of herself and Greg. Nadine Crawford. I had a southbound adventure this week travelling to Wynyard Foreshore Park Run in sunny Tasmania. There's two words you don't hear in the same sentence very often. (laughs) (laughs) A beautiful course that travels east, then west along the foreshore, taking in a beach section on its double lap course. This is a beauty in Tasmania with the friendliest locals. Special thanks to Graham and Vanessa Fairbrother who over breakfast loaned us a car for the weekend, allowing us to travel west along the coast and east to La Trobe, enjoying more of Tassie's beauty. God love the Parkrun family. And I do believe Nadine had a little bit more of an adventure on her trip home with her plane after taking off, having to turn around with smoke in the cockpit. In the cockpit? Uh Uh-huh. That's... Certainly one of many locations you don't want smoke. I trust Correct. they're all okay. Yeah. Well, I believe she's safe. I know mm-hmm. she was returned to Wynyard, mm. so, and I do believe she's home now. Anyway, no. uh, Ingrid Botha, which direction is it when you go straight up? I did my 100-milestone run at beautiful Dolls Point. If I knew that proper running attire includes a tutu and a party hat, I would have started years ago. And what a magical photo of Ingrid in a colourful tutu and a fantastic jump shot, Ollie. Yes, yes. Happy 100. And uh, that's that's an impressive jump. Um, I know that we're loving this segment um, for us directionally challenged individuals, and I'm putting my hand up here too, but uh, strap yourself in, Mel. Um, <laughs> we've, we've got a few more. I promise everyone we're, we're getting through them. So... 
Heather Morgan went south. Jodie Maisie, we are heading east. And Jodie did share a special note in her photo indicating a Wilson number 10 at Dorset Recreation Reserve. Matthew Billington, south. Jane Hassel, 443 kilometres southeast today to Mount Gambier. Aaron Hardy flew south to visit Kate. Kate Reed. Helen Davis, due north from Ringwood East to Cobram. Jenny Reedman, northwest to Yowie. And Melissa Ellis. I think I'm northwest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can never be too sure uh, when you're geographically challenged. No. And we heard from Janet Reed. Well, Dazza, we took a 500-kilometre drive west from Adelaide to get our Y and tick off another South Australian park run. It has rained non-stop since 5pm yesterday. Your Dogney park run has been cancelled due to flooding. We've been advised that sandbags are even available. Roads are flooded, so for now, we are stuck in Cleve. We wanted an adventure and we are sure having one. We'll check in again later with an update, but a skinny flat white would be most welcome. Thanks, Dessa. And Janet checked back in to say, Hi, Dessa. We are back home safely after flooding, detours, roads that had disappeared, debris, thunder, lightning, a ferry ride, and yet more heavy rain. Are we disappointed that we didn't get our why and a park run? Of course we are, but the rain was needed. The very happy smiles on the faces of the locals and the laughter of the children canoeing in a very large puddle beside the road more than made up for our lack of a park run. We have hearts that are full and memories to last a lifetime. It's over and out from the hashtag LockyAllLadiesGoWest until our next adventure. And we had a lovely photo of the Lockyall crew home again. Yes, that was well and truly an adventure. I'm glad to hear they all got home safe. Mm. And we did also hear from Lynette Ann. Morning, Dazza and co. Refreshing apple juice will do me thanks. Had a top morning at Willow Park Run in Wodonga and met the lovely, energetic ED Maria Thames. Fantastic, friendly crew at Willow. I enjoyed the fragrance of lemon eucalyptus after the recent rains and flooding on the track. Perfectly warm today and many happy faces, so there must have been several PBs. And last but certainly not least, Phil Olson. Not sure it's so early. I feel half asleep. (laughs) But there were lots of tutus at Bicester Park Run. That's, uh, sorry. Yes, thanks, Phil. Vista, not Bicester. I know you love pronouncing English place names. So uh, excuse the narrative through there. And uh, thank you very much for the correction there, Phil. So, Mel, um, (laughs) how's your compass? Oh, you know, if you could picture a compass just spinning crazily uh, around and around and around and around, that's how I feel. I'm lost. Yes, yes. Absolutely lost. Uh, but we need to award a Obi winner this week, Ollie. Mm. So have you got the envelope? I do have the envelope. I do. And our winner this week, Mel? Is Ingrid. Somewhat fittingly, being on on uh, the twenty two twenty two day, wearing the two two, and uh, with a very impressive jump shot 
But hey, thank you, everyone. Uh, there were some epic journeys, travels, and uh, directional references in there, and and lots more to boot. There were Ollie. Uh, thank you for everybody for getting on board. And oh, speaking of getting on board, it's time to hear from our informants. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. The following stats relate to Park Run Day 22nd of January 2022. There were 437 runs held down under, which is up 4 on last week. 403 of these were in Australia and 34 in New Zealand. This was out of 1,733 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 40,666 out of a post-COVID record 224,000 worldwide. There were four launches, Lewis Park Reserve in Victoria, along with another two in South Africa and one in the United Kingdom. Down under we had 4,087 PBs, while 1,990 people participated for the first time. 92 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 172 people reached their 50 milestone, 106 reached their 100 milestone, and 27 people reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called bingo. Norman White was quickest with 193 runs, while Will Barlow was slowest on 325. There were four new states people. Kathy Ray and Roger Pilkington completed the ACT, while in South Australia, Chris Reimer and Anne Fry completed the set at Patabalonga River. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Errol Poole ran his 182nd different event to claim outright fifth spot in front of Michael Schultz. 136 people lifted their Wilson index this week. The biggest mover of the week was Linda Doty, who moved up 28, to 36. This big spike moves her up to fifth place in the New Zealand rankings. And that's a wrap. If you want to see the full breakdown of the weekly stats, you can download them from the blog at theinformant.me. That's www. What are you? I'm recording in here. Yeah, and now I'm recording in here. Get out. Nah, mate. Get your stats are back. Says who? Holly. Holly? Well... I asked Ollie, and typical male, he wouldn't commit to an answer. Said he'd think about it. So I went and got a coffee, and then I asked him again. And then he got all cranky and said he was still thinking about it. So I asked Mel, and she said, 100% go for it. So move over, Harry High Pants. Fine. Will you lock up? I'm going home. This is the informant, coming to you live from level two with a view. And this week's view is an old man storming out of the office wearing his pants up around his chin. There he is, getting into his vintage Nissan Pulsar to go home. See you later, you old. <laughs> he stole it. Oh, my God, so funny. Anyway, on with the show, eh? There were five junior park runs held across Australia, in which 212 junior parkies took part. There were 28 PBs and 32 first-timers. Seven junior parkies celebrated milestones. Five parkies for stars and claimed their half-marathon wristband for 11 runs. Alexander Blake, Dylan Reed, Elsie Moyler, Isla Reed, and Ruby Hanley 
Eva Jenkins was a whole galaxy and collected a marathon wristband for 21 runs. And Amy Simons was a... a... a universe? And collected the ultra wristband for 50 runs. Congratulations to everyone who run this week. Whether you celebrated or you're a first-timer or you're a volunteer, you're all legends and I hope to see you soon. And this is The Informant, signing off from Staff Central. Latest! And thank you to our informant or informants. Uh, Mel, it was it was nice to hear from the intern. It was. I've missed her. <laughs> She's so cheeky. That's right. That's right. They make a good team. Yeah, they're kind of like that... Um the odd couple. Yes, yes. Yes. Aren't they like that? <laughs> I think so. Oscar and Felix. Yes. Well, I was trying to think of a – no, I'm not even going to go a down that path. I can't – comparison because no. mine's like going back to the 1970s. I can't even remember the reference I'm trying to think of. So, you know, I, I won't take us down that. I'm showing my age. Okay. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll stick with mine and only half the audience will understand. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and moving swiftly on, now, now that we're a little less tongue-tied from uh, from Dazza's, um, where are we up to with the Adventurous Club now? We're going really well, Ollie. The Adventurous Club's up to 97 this week. That's an extra seven on last week. Mm-hmm. With only three left to get to that magical 100 shirt. That's very close. Yep. I predict I'm looking in my crystal ball. I'm predicting we'll be there next week. I think we could surge past. So we had 79 members on the Consolidated Club report, five of those being from the UK in Southampton, Hague Woodland, Sittingbourne, Bliss not Blister, Bister, <laughs> and Horsepath. Three in New Zealand, University of Waikato, Owairaka, and Trentham Memorial. Two in South Africa, being Homestead Lake and Lichtenberg Raceway. And one in America, Joe Creason. And Ollie, 19 Notties were also recorded. Yes, yeah. That's uh, that's a great effort from the whole club. Good work, everyone. Absolutely. But uh, I think we can make an announcement. Ollie, we alluded to it last week, I believe, in the pod about Mm. needing to come to a decision on the theme for the dress-up at Palm. And there have been some great contributions, uh, a bit of discussion. Not not heated, which is good. It's always nice when you know the, the ideas are thrown out there, and uh, I think there are a lot of good ideas out there, Mel. Yeah, there were, and we've tried to come up with something that means that everybody can interpret their own ideas into this theme. That's right, the mm. inclusive solution. <laughs> Open to everything. Open to everybody. So would you like to announce what it is, Ollie? Absolutely. Um, P. (laughs) It's pretty simple, isn't it? That's right. That's right. Uh, And I do believe it was one of the suggestions. Um, Yeah, the credit should be given, but it it does actually appear to uh, relate to several of the other suggestions and probably at a stretch, I'm pretty sure Tutu has a silent P. Following some of those suggestions as well. Ollie, if you want to wear a tutu, you just come as the party. Yes. 
You do. Or a park runner, given I think more park runners run in tutus than not these days. That's right. Or you could come in your pyjamas. That's correct. You could come dressed as your parents. Or you could be a prisoner. Yes, yes. (laughs) A.K.A. convict. Or for some of our favourites, you could just be a Pullman. We could dress as the Pullmans, Ollie. (laughs) We could. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, shh, don't tell them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And in danger of being too close to last year's theme, Parkrun does start with P, but let's ignore that. That's that's details. Lots of options. Uh, look, I, I yeah. went to a P party once. I went dressed as Pavarotti, and I do wish I still had that outfit. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to have to put my thinking cap on, although now I'm really keen to be Sonia Pullman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I could pull it off. Yes, yes. Sonia's a bit unique, and I'm not quite her shape. I wish I was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking of what else you could be, Mel. I mean, it it doesn't quite – no, cricket, Ricky Ponting. There we are, Tasmania Uh link and everything. Uh So, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Lots to think about, Ollie. Thinking caps on, for sure. I do not have a costume ready to go, so I will will need to invest some thought in that. Mm. And I I trust you've got some great ideas at the the local costume shop, Mel. I'm I'm working on that now. Mm. Yes, the mind is turning its attention to that. Yes. We've still got a few weeks. We do. And... Uh, we should say, Ollie, uh, we, we're also planning contingencies in just in case we get hit or we get taken out at the last <laughs> minute. <laughs> we, we're considering our subs. Yes. Should we not be able to make it to Palm? So, uh, yeah, who, who's going to be? So um, Abby's mum. Yep. You're my first emergency if I can't get there because <laughs> Rona takes me out. And who's yours, uh, Ollie? Well, I think. Talk always does a smashing job, so uh, I I can sit in the audience anyway. <laughs> They're our emergency, our first emergencies. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Oh look, uh, it is getting close. Hopefully, hopefully we all get to make it. Hopefully, if anyone's still you know considering whether they can come and join, the opportunity still exists, uh, and and you get the opportunity to jump on board. Uh, it will be a great time, and uh, it, it always is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And uh, even if a wedding doesn't occur, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've come up with uh, an idea. Ollie, um, we probably shouldn't give it away just yet. Um, no, 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 that's right. We might workshop it a little bit with yep. the inner sanctum yep. of Parkrun Adventurers' um, support crew mm. and see if we can get it happening. But uh, I reckon we're on a winner with our little idea. Yes. Oh, look, and it, it'll be fun no matter what. Uh, we will have good fun. And uh, there will be coffee, there will be parkrunners, uh, adventurer-styled parkrunners for that matter. Uh, so I'm sure that we're going to have a great time. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it could be a good one. Absolutely it will. Uh, I suppose, yeah, as we get closer, we'll, we'll have to give a bit more of a preview. I'm, I'm expecting. We haven't discussed this, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure we can we can give everyone just a bit more info on, on what they're looking forward to. But in the meantime, I, I trust you've got some exciting plans for next week. I forgot we were going to discuss that. <laughs> That's all right. It's a surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm 
staying close to home next week, Ollie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. After the excitement of my big trip to South Australia, I thought a weekend near to home was in order. So, yeah, and I'm not travelling far at all. I am going to do a little bit of local volunteering. Oh, good work. What about you? Uh, let, let's just say there were a few clues in Daz's as to my plans for next park run day. What was with giving me all the Shell Harbour references in Daz's? That was really sneaky. <laughs> uh, look, it must have been the intern. Right. Yep. There's a bit of a theme going on here, blaming the intern for stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> but once again, moving swiftly along, um, Mel, I suppose that's it. Yep. And... Um, well, look, everyone, as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that's it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. so we didn't get to go to juniors but mum set up parkrun in our backyard we had chairs as marshals and me and my sister kept stopping to sit on the marshals and we watched mum do the laps bye adventurers stay safe